What's up, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another episode of the Birdie Num Num Podcast. Sanjay Manangtala here, having a good week. I hope you all are having a good week in the new reality of quarantine and being safe and, of course, the coronavirus and all of that. Um, I was thinking this week about how life has changed and how life will change uh, for a while, you know. I saw this tweet from this guy, N-A-V-A-L, Novel, uh, and he was like, you know, office was never about, sorry, work was never about the office, and education was never about schools, and those sorts of analogies. And I realized we live in a time right now uh, where we are more online than we are offline. But because of this unforeseen virus, which ironically, not a computer virus, but a virus virus, uh, has forced us to kind of retreat back a little bit. I know we're still, we still have our phones. We still have the internet. I hope wherever you are. Um, otherwise, how are you, how are you listening to this actually? But, um, you know, things have become so interesting in this new reality because I find myself like learning a lot and having this weird mishmash of the tech and the no tech right now, because, uh, it's like 10, 20 years ago where we're spending more time for better or worse with those we're very close to. And it's also like, wow, we have this device in our pocket, so we can't go anywhere where we used to be able to go out or distract ourselves while continuing to distract. Like, what I love is how people would go out to meet friends and then spend their whole time on their phone chatting with other friends. And it's like, well, why did you do that if you could have just done that at home? I'm guilty of it too. I get it, right? So I was just starting to think, dude, like how is the new reality going to be for me? You know, and I think for one, uh, I've learned because I've been shouting from the rafters, from the roof right now to use this time to, if you want a Netflix, Netflix for sure. If you used to have a hard job pre-quarantine and now you have a break, take the time, relax, get your freaking foot massage by somebody in your house or, you know, uh, order in or do what you got to do for sure. I'm not judging you. I get it. That's not where I am. And there's nothing, but there's nothing wrong with watching Netflix, just please don't do it all day and just don't eat junk food all day, right? Just like I would say, don't drink or don't smoke all day, all right? So I was thinking like, what's the new reality for me? What what have I, not only what, what have I learned, but how will things be different from here on out? And one of those things is in relationships, you know what I mean? Whether it's your in-laws or your uh, wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your mother or your father, is dude, I've uh, learned a lot these last few weeks because you spend 24 seven with somebody where you don't have that kind of distance to miss each other anymore. Naturally, you're gonna step on each other's toes. You know what I mean? Like in the last few weeks, I've not realized that I chew very loudly, thanks to my wife. And I've like, I, <clears throat> I do that quite a bit and I type very loud and uh, 50,000 other things. And I don't blame her. I know it's quarantine season. I know it's tough on everyone. Um, but on the flip side, what I've also realized, taking an analogy out of, out of digital marketing, like we all have those friends who have tried Facebook advertising and it fails and they never do it again. You know, they, they run one Facebook ad, freaking wasted a hundred dollars and they, they say Facebook doesn't work. Um, dude, if you went on one date with somebody, uh, and it didn't go well, would you stop dating? You know what I mean? And so a mistake I used to make in, in social media and, and digital marketing and advertising was I would try the Facebook stuff. It, it wouldn't work. You know, like, let's say you're trying to sell a gym called fitness in India or a gym in America because we're in America right now. Um, you know, naturally, you would be like, oh, I want to try running my gym membership 
ad or commercial to people who like Nike or Reebok or Adidas or kettlebells or whatever. Um, but those people, you know, might be sitting on their toilet, you know, after a night of drinking, just wearing Nike shoes. Um, but they may not be looking for a gym. So you got to try your luck by having a really good ad, try to grab their attention, yada, yada. Uh, and that's what I did for years. You know what I mean? Like even with the analogy to my wife or to dating and relationships, I would always be like, but I've worked so hard and I brought you chocolates and, you know, I, I'm trying to make you laugh. And I'm trying to be a nice guy and yada, 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 yada. Whereas one thing, because of the internet and because of my dwindling attention span, as I'm sure a lot of you have, um, which is why I'm talking faster, by the way, uh, one thing I've struggled with is listening. And on the flip side, bringing it back to marketing, for a lot of you who maybe do digital marketing or are trying to sell something, you will explore social media and people saying advertise on Instagram and on Facebook. But there's something else. What's something else we all use all the time? Google, Google, as my mom says, which may be a lot more beneficial to you because when somebody types in gyms in my area in Google, guess who's a lot closer to buying something? The person typing it in rather than the person scrolling past your ad. You know what I mean? Bringing it back to my wife because we are going all over the place, folks, is oftentimes something will be wrong, but... I want to say so many things and I want to push and try to do so many things uh, that I just don't listen. You know what I mean? Like we were talking today, this morning on the way here to this office, my brother's office, don't worry, we're protecting ourselves. No one else is here. Um, and we were about to have an argument. We were like so close to having an argument. And I had so many things I wanted to say and do to try to preempt her, whatever she was going to say. And then I, I caught myself. And then I started listening to what she was, for lack of a better word, Googling out to me. And I was like, oh, that's what this is about. This is not about what I said or what I did. It's, oh, it was a misunderstanding. And now she's like, why are you getting worked up? And I immediately kind of cut the legs from under me for my own self. And I was like, ah, okay. And, you know, had we not been spending so much time together due to the quarantine, had we not kind of had everything leading up to this, had I not been forced, not forced, but, you know, have I not been forced to listen a lot more to not only her, to other people? Because, man, it, it's like we are, as I mentioned before, we are online, yet we are offline. And we are so tech savvy, yet now we still have our tech, but we are forced to be very offline by being at home and being around people in our living rooms all the time and not being able to get our distance ironically, no pun intended, not social distance, but the distance from the people around us that we're used to that we forgot how to deal with them. So how my life has changed, uh, and I think going forward, it's too early to tell if I'll go back to my old ways, but um, in a weird, weird way, I think this whole coronavirus thing has kind of rebalanced how we live in the world with our smartphones and stuff. You know what I mean? Like now, I, I read an article that restaurants are going to have a lot less people, um, you know, there's going to be, and, and I'm sure people are realizing now, half the time they go to restaurants, they just sit on their phones and takeout isn't that bad. I hate takeout, by the way, um, because I think the food gets soggy and you don't get to enjoy it as much in the restaurant. But I think people are going to reprioritize, uh, you know, how the world is going to be. There was a great article I don't remember. I think it was on the Atlantic or Salon or something where they talked about how things might change forever. But my predictions personally is number one, 
I think a lot of you are going to be closer to the people you should have already been close to, you know, because you have let the foundations of knowing your brother or your mom get in the way via Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp rather than actually spending time with them on a kind of visceral, uh, you know, physical level. Um, so, or proximity level or whatever you want to mean. So, uh, and I've been taking a lot of analogies from digital marketing as a result of this. You know what I mean? By the way, one of my other favorite analogies when it comes to digital marketing is this concept of like hot, cold, sorry, cold, warm, hot audiences where you wouldn't meet a girl at a bar and like on the first day be like, hi, my name is Sanjay. Hi, my name is, you know, whatever. Oh, cool. You want to come home? Like you wouldn't say that. But a lot of people, when they advertise, they try to sell you something right away as opposed to nurturing a relationship, you know? So yeah, man, it's been, uh, it's been really fascinating for me. Uh, you know, couples are fighting all the time. I see it all the time on memes and getting on each other's nerves and stuff. But hey, dude, it's also a blessing because now uh, when this is all over and you and your wife or your girlfriend, and how about the single people, by the way, you know, the single people right now uh, can't be really on Tinder or maybe they're on Tinder, but they can't meet. So they're probably, ch I mean, what are, what, what are single people doing right now? What is quarantine Tinder like? Does anybody know? Please tell me. I would love to know what is quarantine Tinder like. What is quarantine Tinder like, folks? That was the whole point of this podcast was for me to beat around the bush while I ask you, what is quarantine Tinder or Bumble like? But good, dude. Now that you can't meet somebody, you're not trying to get laid after like five seconds of like seeing someone's photo. This is probably what online dating should be. You know, maybe it is better to wait. Uh, and some guy will scale this. But scale. I don't know what happened to my scale. Some guy will scale this. By the way, why has nobody automated or outsourced like an online dating uh, operational plan? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's some busy investment banker in freaking New Jersey or New York or Bombay or whatever who's like, I don't have the time to nurture these 40 leads or these 20 women. So I would like somebody to do the legwork for me. And once the girl is ready, this is like a horrible idea. It sounds horrible, I know, but I'm surprised somebody's not done it. I'm surprised there's no like, we will swipe your Tinder for you for a monthly fee. And when the girls are really primmed up and they're ready to meet you, or they're at least, you know, we'll at least get the matches to stage one for you. And then if, you know, you do the work, because dude, a lot of these apps for men, it really does suck. Even if you pay, you're literally just, you're, you're just shooting friggin', what is it? Something in a fish barrel or whatever. So uh, I maybe that is a good idea. I mean, it's probably, there's nothing intimate or, or nice about it, but I'm just saying someone is going to solve a problem like that. So, um, but yeah, single people, I'd love to know uh, how you're handling this, but I'm sure it's going to be better for you as well, because sure, right now, maybe you're lonely or you're, you know, uh, got too much pent up energy, if you know what I mean. But uh, I, I think the world is going to come out stronger uh, th in this regard. I think all of us uh, personally, but especially those of you on the dating front and relationship front, I think because you've had to get way closer to the people you're already really close to, uh, ironically, that's going to help the distance in the long run for you. You know what I mean? Like, you've been so close to them that now you want to be a little bit far further away from them because they're getting on your nerves. But ultimately, moving through this, you're going to come out stronger. Like, hey, I guess you are after any virus or any disease, right? So I don't know the science behind immune systems and all, but I'm assuming once you have it, you can't get it again. And in this case, 
if you had a big, huge fight with your partner or whoever, but you've come out on the other side, I mean, you know, look at the bright side. You might, you might be immune to these sort of petty squabbles in the long run because you guys made it, you know? If you got through this with somebody important, you're going to get through a lot and you're going to learn a lot. And I hope that was helpful this week. I was very rambly. I do apologize. I wasn't sure what exactly I wanted to say, but mainly I wanted to talk about dating and relationships in the time of uh, this coronavirus and quarantine. And if you're struggling, let me know your comments, your suggestions. Uh, please email me, DM me on Instagram. As always, please write a review. Uh, but yeah, I mean, how are you handling it? And uh, what tips can you give our fellow listeners? Uh, let me know. So, Sanjay Mangtala, I'll see you guys next week. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. Birdie num num.